0: Come on, jam your hands together. Give the Lord a big shout. He's too faithful. He's too faithful. He's too faithful to fail. He's too faithful to fail. Come on, come on. Give him a big shout. Give him a big clap. Our God is too faithful. Glory to God. He's too faithful to fail. That is what our faith is built on. Our faith is built on His faithfulness. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Our faith is built on what? His. Faith. He said, "In Him there is no variableness, nor shadow of time." He said, "I am the Lord; I change not." Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So God is, is, not a, is not an emotional God that our blessing depends on his mood for the week or the side of the bed he woke up. He neither slumbers nor sleeps. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? He is always in a good mood to bless us. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, from his own end, everything is settled. He says, his promises are yea and amen. I mean, he has already said yes to everything you want to ask, I decree over your life, this whole month of faith will produce faith results for you in the name of Jesus. You will get faith testimonies in the name of Jesus. If it's you, I'm talking about shout shouting louder, amen this morning. Come on, jam your hands together one more time. Glory to God. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. How many have enjoyed this series so far? It has been awesome. Come on, shout with me, faith, not fear. Say it like you mean it. Say faith, not fear. So we established all through this month that you are either in faith or in fear. At every point in time, you are either in faith or what? In fear. At every point in time. At every point in time. And whichever side you are on has direct consequences, you know, in your outcome, has direct consequences, Our issues are never because of the economy, because of the government, because of the job or line of business you are in. No, he said it will be unto you according to the political power, political party in power. Is that what he says? It will be unto you according to who win next election. Is that what he said? What if it will be unto you according to dollar and naira exchange rate? Is that what he said? He said it will be unto you according to what? I can't hear you. To be unto you according to what? Your faith. So it's your your faith that determines the quality of your life. And let me tell you something. Some areas you will seem to just have faith easily. Some other areas you will need to build your faith. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? What people don't realize is that laziness is one of the capital sins. Capital sins are sins that human beings are more susceptible to. That means it's something that most human beings will likely be tempted with. There are some sins like that. And one of the common ones is greed, for instance. So you will see things like don't covet something that doesn't belong to you. Because greed is something that most men may love. From childhood, if you see your, your friend has one toy, and you don't have the toy, you are going to go home and tell your parents to give you a toy. And your parents, you don't know your parents' income compared to those who's income. So if you have good parents, they will give you a good knock to cure you from that stupidity. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, great. That's why you see people keep stealing, people keep taking from that belong to somebody else. So, it's, it's, it's one of the sins. On that common sin is um, sexual sin. So, you feel all through scripture and all through life is something that will come up. Another On major one, which is what I'm trying to talk about, is laziness. Laziness. When they talk about the seven capital sins, laziness is one of his sloths laziness. How many of you know Slot? The animal calls Slot. Very annoying animal. Very annoying. If you have seen him before, he just lies down like this. That's it. He cannot even wake up. <laughs> I think the Slot sleeps up to 20 or 20 something hours in a day. Like Literally, the whole day he's asleep. He only moves around for one hour or something. I even a movement like this. <laughs> slot- Slotfulness is another major thing. If human beings can live without walking, they'll be glad. That's the end. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? That's what the Bible calls it slothfulness. That's the attribute of behaving like a sloth, like a sloth lazy animal. So if human beings can actually survive without having to do anything, they'll be glad. So this is why, you notice there's a large number of people that bet, do betting. Betting is easier than working. Anything that is promising people something without working will be a big temptation for them. So that's why 419 will still work forever. No matter the ICPC, EFCC, CCPP, DDPP, 419 will still thrive. Because 419 is built on the platform of getting something out of nothing. And it's the same thing with pornography, it you always sell. Because they are all majoring on areas where human beings are successful, where human beings are weak. Give me 10,000, I'll give you 10 million. If you have any sense in your head. If somebody can multiply his 10,000 or 10 million, he won't call you. If he's calling you, you are the Mugu. M- 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 Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So some things we always drive. We can't drive pornography away. Without the poverty in the world, prostitution is working on. There's no country that prostitution is not working on. With those countries say there's no food, prostitution is one of the trade that will exist. They can close restaurants, they can't close prostitution. <coughs> when they said there was lockdown, people were locked in with women. Am I correct? Some men said they were trapped somewhere. They were purposefully trapped. Not that it was a mistake that I was trapped in the city where he was trapped. I don't know if you what I'm saying, sir. So, laziness is another major one. So, that's why you notice anywhere they are promising you prayer without sense, people like it. Don't pray for me. No sense of how will you de- No, just pray. Shout a loud amen. Loud. You both, my brother. Nobody can pray you into victory. There's no easy way out of it. You will need to take steps. But you see, if you do seminar now on how to work hard, check the attendance, compared to round of miracle fire, elevation, and brimstone prayer, you will see the difference. You will see the difference of attendance. Because one is promising you, you will do little, but get big results. The moment you say, come and pray for yourself, see, you will see the results. <laughs> Slot, laziness, is one of human beings' biggest temptations. America has been giving aid to some countries forever. Giving aid doesn't help poverty. Never does. Giving poor people money can never free them. Somebody gets what I'm saying? In the history of giving to poor, I've never seen where they gave somebody to out of poverty. He has to think at some point by himself. You can only assist somebody ready to go. Not that it's my giving that will make you ready to go. Somebody gets what I'm saying. The best people I like to support are people that are already even going. Not somebody that is waiting for me before he starts. Ah, no, he's not ready. <laughs> They've been giving aid forever in Africa. Has Africa changed since they born you? Since they born you? <laughs> since they born you, has Af- have you heard that one African country is now out of you? no more in distress? Except for one or two that are trying now. But since they born me, Africa has been the place where everybody comes to practice charity. Once they are tired, they just want to see who they can help. I'm praying that a time will come in my lifetime when they won't consider when they are looking for who to rescue. It's not us, they will come. Hope you know they are poor people in America. But every time they want to flex, just say, which poor countries around there that we can just help? And they look for black Africa. What a shame. And we have Rolls Royce here. We are not really poor. The car we are driving here, the car they dare not drive it. There, they are paying small, small now. None of them can. If you hear what people people die there for $5,000. Something that somebody will spend in one night club here and can't pay cash. The things they are shouting here, we buy it, we buy Lamborghini Rosewood to pay cash. They dare not try it. So it's the mentality that is different. It's not that in real raw cash they are better than one on one, we'll take anybody up. Uh, It's because as Africans Laziness is one of our biggest temptations Laziness. Laziness 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 Somebody get what I'm saying? So If you are going to build your faith You must be deliberate That's what I'm trying to say They can't pray you out of this issue man You must build your faith And that is where the discipline comes We ended last week by saying, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you will ask whatever you will and it shall be done. So there's a part of it where you have to study the word, where you have to pour yourself into the word, where you have to labor in the word of God, to know God for yourself. Some of the things people don't want to do. I have said it many times that in Africa, we are still largely operating you know, tr- traditional worship. That's what we're still using. We're mixing it to Christianity. You see, most white people from the background, they, they didn't come from any traditional worship background. So when they actually meet the Lord, it's easier for them to really know the Lord for the Lord. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Oh, they know the Lord for the Lord. When, when, when they want to know the Lord, oh, ah, they, they don't have any, anything distorting their mindset. Because most of them don't know, they, 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 most of them have never heard about Jesus Christ before. Is somebody get what I'm saying? Slangs or words that you can use in Africa That the average person will understand The the white person has never even heard of it Doesn't know what prayer is at all The average person here knows prayer He's not even born again But he grew up somehow Associated with some form of worship I don't know if you get what I'm saying And because we as Africans We came from a strong Fetish background So there was always One powerful chief priest Native doctor that has white chalk in his eyes. So he's the one that knows God. He's the only one that can enter the evil forest. And the rest of the subjects will wait for him to come out and tell us what the gods are saying. So when we become born again and when people start churches, that format is still going on, where the subjects can't know the gods for themselves they must always approach this chief priest. He's the only one that his prayer is answered. If he doesn't say his own prayer, it's not yet happening. And we are limiting ourselves. So we'll have churches that are 50,000 members, only one superstar, instead of 50,000 superstars. Because that's what Jesus wanted. Are you here, son man? So that's still the format we use. So, the, so when somebody says, I go to a church, or I have a pastor, or I am a pastor, whatever, the arrangement is that, me, member, I don't need to know the Bible. Whatever my pastor say? He's the only one that has white chalk in one eye. Is it right eye or left eye? Those of you that go to Shrine. <laughs> so that's the deformer. So the average Christian, the average Christian doesn't know God for himself. Always blown around with every wind of doctrine. Always confused. He cannot appropriate what God has given him for himself. He can't appropriate it. That is why during things like lockdown, it shakes a lot of people's faith because their faith was never built on the right thing. When there was lockdown, Christians were very embarrassing for me. Footballers were fighting for stadiums to be open. Watch any, any, any match now. Everywhere is jammed. Football, football fans were clamoring. Open stadium. They say you get COVID. They it don't matter. We need to worship every weekend. They were fighting to open stadium. Night club members were not even waiting for them to open. They were sneaking and holding services. Am I correct, sir? Because they were tired of government opening it officially. They opened by themselves from behind. And they were capturing them, but they were still going. Because rededicated nightclub members were not afraid of death. They had to attend service. It's only Christians that were saying, we don't want to catch COVID. We are the ones that will catch COVID. In markets, they were not catching COVID. In buses, they were not catching COVID. They're right in the house of God. It's where we are afraid of COVID. It's because our approach to Christianity is one superstar, 50,000 subjects that don't know the gods by themselves. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? The just shall live by his faith. Did you bring that up? He won't live by the faith of his pastor, he won't live by the faith of his bishop, he won't live by the faith of his father in the Lord. He will live by the faith of his HOD. He will live by the faith of his, uh, his resident pastor. He said, The just shall live. I want to where they said, By his faith. There's one that says, By his faith, guys. Yeah, fine. For me. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I was in one WhatsApp group of pastors. <laughs> I, I laugh at, at, at what we were doing there. You know, some churches have still not recovered since that time, some poor are still online. No, football fans are already attending. They don't miss any weekend service. Even tennis fans, tennis tournaments, major ones, they're full. <laughs> if you go to some churches, if you see the spaces between chairs, they are afraid of they are, they are welcoming COVID. I'm not saying you should not be careful, but by the time there are some things you start doing, it now becomes fear. And it doesn't help you somebody get what I'm saying? He said, behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by what? His own faith. Can live by the faith of your pastor. I was one WhatsApp group. (laughs) It was supposed to be a COVID something, something WhatsApp group. So they were supposed to be giving information of how we can help people, how we can come together as churches. some, Some prominent pastors were there. All through the group, I didn't say anything. I was just listening to conversation. Because when they asked me to join, they didn't say you must be saying something. <laughs> there was no guideline like that. So I joined. I was listening to what was going on. So finally, government announced that now church services can hold. So before you knew it, most big churches started saying, even though they've announced that we can open this month, but we were not opening to the next three months. I was just laughing. Why? And the group they will clap for them. This church is not opening. It's a Christian group. They will say we celebrate this church for their caution. See, COVID lasted months. with preparation that means which preparation do you want to government announced you can open and you're needing three months to prepare? This means you were not expecting us to open. We will have be been preparing. Waiting till they say we can open. You is when they announce you can open that you start preparing. This is what Jesus is coming back to me him. People that Jesus say, I'm coming anytime. You're not even prepared. Oh, COVID that they even get announced. You couldn't be prepared. Is it Jesus that will come like a thief in the night You pray for? I am not know sure somebody's getting what I'm saying, sir. I'm very prepared. I was born ready. We were the ones that should be disturbing government to open. Not that they had wanted not to open. They were saying we're not ready. Are you babe? Are you? Are they toasting? Yeah. Very shameful things I saw, sir. So they were in the group. They were post that so and so church is not opening for the next three months. Hey, they will clap for them. Clubbers, nightclubbers were already in their service, dedicatedly getting drunk. There's one nightclub on the way to I on the way to my cho- on the way to church from my house. 7 a.m. 8 a.m. They are still around. Crowd closing. You know when church closes and people are outside. You know how it is. 7 a.m. Sunday morning. 8 a.m. Sunday morning. They are crowd. Naked girls. madmen, Everybody. That means these people stayed all night and are not ready to rush home. Christians, before you say the grace, they are the door. This laziness. Can't, you can't do great things with that kind of laziness. Can't do exploits for God being that touchy and weak about everything going on. What faith does a nightclub member have that he's going to club even though there's COVID? What fate? What faith does a football fan have that he's going to stadium even though there's COVID? That a child of God that's supposed to be the custodian of faith is afraid he will die. Okay, even if you die, are you not the best person in the world to die? You are the best person in the world to die. Because when you die, you will go to heaven. It's a better place than here. No forest casting, no light going off, no grid, national greed, Because you will be with the light, the father of lights himself. <laughs> and you will make heaven. If that nightclub dies, he will go to hell. I don't know if you're what I'm saying. What are you afraid of? You want to live here forever. Is that your aim? <laughs> so I want to be here for it. To do what? what? Okay, now that you're here. <laughs> I want to eat rice and chicken. They have to. That's your... This, what are you going to do? I want to. This is it. So, on that person, we announced again that so-and-so church said they are not opening for the next one month. And in the group, they will clap for the person. Bah, bah, bah. I was just looking like this. So, <laughs> they are, you know, that started That week. Of that they announced can open me the Sunday night after the announcement, we were in church. By the time they found out I was in church and I opened church. Now this government that is not born again, say church can open. Church that's supposed to know God, say they are not going to open. I don't understand. Say so we are looking at the safety. Is it not government that is in charge of? Are you? Is that your own work? The government themselves. Say you can open. It's now you're checking safety. So when I didn't say anything, and Sunday after they heard that I had church, they removed me from the WhatsApp group. <laughs> Christian WhatsApp group, I'm not lying to you. This is the joke. This is the joke we are practicing. What we churches in China say. What we churches in, in, in real terrorist areas. What we they say where they gather to hide to meet, where they can kill you. In Bible days, you saw that they were killing the apostles for, for Christianity. We, With COVID that we are afraid of. Where night have overcome by the blood of the drink. <laughs> they are drinking. It's what we are afraid of. They removed me from the... I'm not joking. No? Christian was a good... Some of the popular pastors, if I mentioned them, you know, from popular churches in Lagos, the pastors were there. They removed me. I was in church here. I was in church because they had my. I opened church. Because they were clapping for those that didn't open. As said, Christians, are clapping for church not opening. I don't understand. So I called them. I said, I called the person that brought me to the group. I said, you remove me from the group. He said, yes. I said, why? He said, they, because they said you are not, uh, you know, if I say it's a mistake. If I said it's a mistake. I said, okay, if it's a mistake, put me back mistake, have you? I'm not joking, no. Real life story. So, true, true, they put me back. After 30 minutes or so, they removed me again. <laughs> I said, okay, what happened now? He said, hey, somebody said you are not talking, that you've been in this group since you are not talking. I said, there was no guideline that said I must be talking in the group. And I won't talk until I have something to say. There's no rule. It's a Christian group. Well, there were pastors there. <laughs> they were happy we we're not opening. What a joke! May we not see the persecution? The ordinary COVID is shaking people's Christian faith. The ordinary fuel price going up. COVID I mean, diesel price. All these things. In China, there are places where they kill people for saying they are Christian. There are places where churches hide underground, even though they are going to die. They are going to imprison them. They still meet. There's no lazy way out of it. Laziness is one of the biggest problems of mankind. So, worse than pornography, worse than stealing. You can't drive for one I know. You know that people still send the messages, they open, they use a pastor's page, they will now send the prophecy. Say, beloved, I saw you in my dream yesterday. Send the seed to this orphanage. How many of you have seen those messages, have seen those things? You know it has multiplied over the months and years. Do you know why it's multiplying? Guess why it's multiplying? I can't hear you. Guess why it's multiplying? Because people are paying. People are paying. Be- laziness. 419 we thrive. Oh. No EFCC or Interpol can stop 419. Because it is built on a major crisis of human nature. Which is laziness. I don't need to hear God for myself. Let a man of God hear for me. That's not Christianity. It's idol worship. or It's native worship. Traditional worship. Yes. There's a chief priest. That only him can approach the gods. The rest, we don't hear God. We just hear what he hears. But in Christianity, it's I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Everybody, even your handmaidens, your staff, your, your, your maid, they will all know God for themselves. It's as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You know they are very sophisticated, highly educated. I'm talking about masters in good countries like the UK and US. Highly educated, sophisticated people that if they still want to marry, they seem to have to go and meet one prophet. So say these two names. My, and Mark. <laughs> Which should I marry? This is somebody very educated, though. Very educated, though. But can't know anything about Scripture to know that prophets don't guide us on who to marry. There's nowhere in the New Testament where you see Peter prophesy to Bartholomew that you shall marry Lydia. (laughs) Thou Bartholomew, the Lord spoke to me now. Your wife is Lydia. Never in the Bible, New Testament. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Laziness. My dear, you must study the Bible for yourself. You can't be too busy to study the Bible for yourself, to know God for yourself. The reason of church is not so that the chief priest will come and perform every service. But that's that's what we are practicing. A powerful chief priest will come with a thing that thing. That thing, you know that thing, that they will tie on their body. Powerful chief priest with raffia. Raffia skirt, Why this thing? Every service. (laughs) Powerful chief priest has come out from the coven. Or from the evil forest. To perform to all the subjects. That's not Christianity. That's what we're still doing. It will take us a few years. Maybe 40, 50 years. for, For African Christians to begin to understand that they know God too. God is hearing you too. the faith you want to have in that man of god just have that faith in god direct hmm is somebody getting what I'm saying today is mother's day I appreciate mothers in the house So, I'm going to quickly look at three mothers that demonstrated faith. In case you are in the house today, you're a mother, you can have faith. Sometimes women think that they can't have faith, they worry too much, they fear too much. No, you can have faith. There are many women of faith in Scripture that were mothers and they had powerful faith that produced for them. Are you here, somebody? By the way, in talking about building your own faith, um, Pastor Midred has a podcast she started this year titled "Bible Before Breakfast." So, if you're those kind of people that you don't always remember to read your Bible and all that, that's what, you see, the point is that create a system where the Word is entering you every day. The same way you eat food every day, you don't eat only on Sunday and come next Sunday to eat. No, you eat daily. Create a system where the Word enters you every day. I thought you show something about it. You guys don't, don't have anything about Bible for okay. So, she has this podcast. Bible for breakfast. So it's early in the morning, a short scripture message and all that we play and you can, so that you can program it. Follow, how do you follow podcast. Yeah. Spotify. Everywhere podcast is, if you don't know what podcast is, ask somebody. And um, so it's daily, yeah. Bible for breakfast. So it's daily on all these platforms and all that. Just follow them, do the podcast. So that way every morning, you usually 10 minutes 15 but they read you a scripture and also basically the point is create a system where the word enters you, praise God alright so quickly First Samuel chapter 1 verse 1 and 2 quickly then we'll take it like that step by step He said, now there was a certain man of Ramah something of Mount Ephraim <laughs> I don't mean I give problem Ramah Who is quarreling with you? He's in Mount Ephraim, Jerry. And his name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuth, and Ephrahite. That's the one was too tough. All my energy. And he had what? Two wives. The name of one was what? And the name of the other one was what? And Penina did what? Had children. And what? I told you at the first teaching of this thing that we don't get to choose our challenges in life. But challenges will come. You can't do anything about it. This is why you must develop your faith. Nobody can pray you into real victory. Nobody. They're just just deceiving you. Nobody's going to pray. Real victory, you're going to get it by your faith. You're going to walk in faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? Hmm. Because we have a beggarly approach as Africans, we same economically. <laughs> we, I even hear people say there are, there's no rule to life. There's no rule to life. It's people that said that. No rich person can say there's no rule to life. He knows what he's doing to get where he is. Papa just started say, he says we're just lucky. He's lucky. There are rules. So, verse 7. Jump to verse 7. And as he did so, year by year, she went up to the house of the Lord. So she. Provoked her. That means the one that had children provoked Anna that they didn't have. Penina provoked Anna. By the way, today is Anna's art conference. We know that, right? So if you have anybody you know that is believing God for fruit of the womb, uh, they must be in that meeting this evening at the Island Center. And you can also join. They can also join online if they're out of the country or whatever, out of the city. Please um, make sure your folks come around. If you know anybody, or if you're here like that, trust your fruit of the womb. you don't want to miss the conference today. Today, he said, as as the year by then So Penena provoked Anna. Therefore, she what? Wept. And what? Did not eat. So, Anna was crying and did not what? Eat. Now, those of you that were here last week, we said you are either in faith or what? So, at this point of this story, what was happening? Whose spirit was in oppression. Fear. She was crying. See, when we say fear, it's not that you're shaking. Fear also covers anxiety, covers worry. They are all under fear. Do you understand? They are all based on fear. Fear for something. So, when you're anxious, when you are worried, it's under fear. And there's only two spirits operating either the spirit of faith or the spirit of fear. Hmm. It says, and she did not eat. Go to the next verse, I think. Um, yeah, verse 8. Then said I, that that's her husband, to her Hannah, why weepest thou? Why eatest thou not? And why is thy heart grieved? Am I not better to you? than ten sons. Jump to verse 13. I'm just trying to skip so that I still won't waste time. Jump to verse 13. He said, Now, Anna, she spake in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she had been drunken. But she was praying, but she was not words when they coming out. Next verse. And Eli said unto her, How long will you be drunken? Put your wine away from you. Next verse. And Anna answered and said, No, my Lord, I am one of sorrowful spirits. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink but I've poured out my soul before the Lord. Next verse. Count not thy handmaid for a daughter of Belial, For out of the abundance, my complaint and grief, have I spoken here to go on. Then Eli answered and said, go in peace. And the God of Israel grant thee what? Thy petition that thou was asked of him. Next verse. He said, and she said, let thy handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman did what? Went away and did what? Did eat and what? What spirit was in operation now here? She had not had the child yet, but he said her countenance was no longer sad. She was crying before and downcast before. But now her countenance was no longer sad. Before, she wasn't eating. And when she left her, she went to do what? That means she already had the victory. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? She had the victory. This was a mother. Or this was a woman trying to become A mother. She had to make a faith adjustment. Now, this didn't happen the first year. Other years, she would just cry. She would just not eat. Not that she was fasting. No. she would not eat because she, she was sorrowful, bitter, and pain. Pained. She would not eat. Those emotional things don't move God. God is not moved by emotions. Because he has already moved. So, if you cry from now to, Imagine somebody enters a bank and just sit down and be crying. Then no one give him money. People don't to give money. That crying can't withdraw. How much without that crying be withdrawn? They'll say, do you have your ATM card They'll say, do you have an account here? Yes, yes, I think so. What's your, your I don't know, but help me. They'll help you out of the place. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? This is what we're trying to do. Want one of, one of black, to emotionally blackmail God? You don't understand, he has already moved. He has already answered. He needs you to take it. Quick, on that story. Second Kings. 2 Kings four eighteen. He said, and when the child was grown, so this was a woman that they prayed for that had a child at old age. So when the child was grown, it fell on the day that he went out to, the, to his father to, to reap us. Go on. Let's be fast. Next verse. And he said unto the father, my head, oh, my head, oh. And he said to the lad, carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him, and see, that's why mothers are powerful. The father said, carry him to his mother. You see, men, You see that we need to step up, Abby. These are women are wonderful. Please, can we put the house together for all the mothers in the house? <laughs> mothers are just too important for us because they will always stand by us no matter what. The boy you don't want. Are you carry him? Go out. He don't want. He say, take him to his mother. <laughs> and when they are taking him, brought him to his mother, sat on her knees till noon, and what? Died. Next verse. It says. <clears throat> DJ, you have to change my own so that I will be fast now. Wow. And, wow. Next. Okay. And she went up, laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut it up. Okay, move, move, move. He said, and she called unto her husband and said, send me, I pray you, one of the people to bring the asses for me to ride to the man of God. Next verse. He said, and he said, where will thou go to him today? Now, see, see what the husband said again. The father said. He said, why will you go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. What spirit is that talking? Fear. Coming up with excuses. Why we should not get this miracle today? See, it's not service day. There's no online prayer today. And she said, what? It shall be well. What spirit answered? Whenever fear knocks at your door, let faith open the door. Let faith open the door. If fear knocks, let faith open the door. She said it is well. Next verse, then she saddled an ass and said to her servant, drive and go forward, slack not for riding, speed up. Next verse, he said, so she went and came unto the man of God in Mount Carmel. and it came to pass that when the man of God saw her from afar off, he said to Gehazi's servant, behold, yonder is the Shashunamite. He said, run now, I pray thee, go and meet her, and say unto her, is it he well with thee? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with your child? And she answered what? Now, the child, you know that the child was already dead by this time, honey.' And they ask her, is he well with you? If it's some mothers we know, your child is dead at home. They say, is he well with you? What will your answer be? How can he be well? I'm dead. I'm finished. You see, all those things are emotional, but they will disconnect you from the power of God. It doesn't help you. So mothers, I'm speaking to you at this point. You need to have faith. Your faith can save your child. Your faith can save you. Your faith can save your family. They ask her, Is it he well with you? She says, It is well. She says, Is it well with your husband? That husband. But she said, It is well. Most women kill their husbands for time. He's a useless man. But you're praying for God to change him. But you're also saying, He's a useless man. Your words are canceling your prayer. Then the last, last thing they ask her, Is it he well with your child? And what did she answer? It is well. What spirit was answering that question? Spirit of faith. The child was dead at home. But she kept saying it is well. It is well. Because the Bible says, say unto the righteous, it shall be well with them. She was practicing scripture. You must always use your, we saw saw it last week. You must always win the battle first with your mouth. Before anything happens. Say it is well. They've increased this to 2 million naira per liter. It is well. We don't even know who is going to win this election. It is well. Fuel is scarce now and we we'll never come back. It is well. If we need to ride donkeys, we'll get, we'll get the best donkey possible. It is well. Are you here, somebody? No more jobs now in Nigeria. It is well. Dollar has now doubled again. It is well. No matter what they say, your first response must be what? It is well. Say say unto the righteous, it shall be well. Did you bring it? It shall be well with them. Did you bring it up? Alright? So it shall be well with them. they will eat the fruits of what they are saying. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Look at that. It says, say, 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 say you to the righteous that what? It shall be well with him. For they shall eat what? The fruits of their doings. Hmm. Next verse. So basically, you know the story. That woman, that's how she got her child raised back. Because she had faith. You see, it wasn't totally dependent on the man of God. She had faith. Somebody get what I'm saying? If she listened to her husband, they would have gone to bury that child. One more. First Kings 17. From verse 11. So remember the story. There was farming in the land for three and a half years. No food in the land for three and a half years. And... As she was going to fetch... So, um, uh, go to verse 10, go to verse 10. So, as um, God, God spoke to Elijah, God also spoke to this widow, that I'm going to connect two of you, and I'm going to do a miracle. So, he arose and went to Zeraphat, that's Elijah the prophet. And he came to the gate of the city, and behold, the widow woman was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray, you, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. Next verse. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said... Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. So he said, he too was afraid to tell her. He said, just give me some water there. And she was going, he said, put some more inside. There was famine in the land, three and a half years, so people didn't have food. She was, he was scared of I, I was telling the widow, give me money, give me food. And see what she answered. As, and she said, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruse." And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in to dress it for me and what? My son. That we may eat it and what? Which spirit is speaking here? Fear. You are either in fear or in faith. And each one determines your outcome. Say we are going to eat it and we are going to die. This economy will kill us. This government will kill us. This whatever, we are dead. See the next thing that the man of God said, first thing he said, and I just said unto her, What? I've told you, people that know how to do miracles, the first thing they clear from the answer is the spirit of fear. Say, fear not, and do as thou hast made, another." do do for me first, and you know the story, how food was multiplied. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you to release your faith for something this month, or, or or for this year, or whatever, something major you are believing God for. You are going to, number one, find a scripture that promises you that thing. Now, if you can't find a specific scripture that promises you that thing, one of the scriptures you can jump on is Mark 11:24. Are you here, somebody? I have two minutes to do this. Mark 11:24. Did you bring it up? I want us to read it together. One, two go. One more time. All right, so there are four stages to this. And I want everybody to practice this. I want four guys, four of you. Just four guys, come. You have to be fast. I have two minutes to, 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 to be done with this. Just stand together here, all of you. So there are four stages. Give me that scripture back if you can. Okay, good. He therefore I send unto you, what things soever you desire. That's this guy. His name is Desire. What's his name? Desire. They say, what things soever you desire. That's what scripture says. Give an open check. That's why I told you the first, one of the days of teaching that people say, oh, God doesn't answer our wants. He only answers our need. Is that what the scripture says? Did it say your needs that you desire? What does it say? He saying, whatsoever you desire. Okay? Let's stay with scripture. Some people, they don't, they don't want to stress God. They say, You know, look, God is unlimited. Unlimited, unlimited. God is what? Don't manage for him. Ay, 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 aye. Don't manage. He is a lavish God. He is lavish by nature. If you go to the party of the richest man in the world, let me say, I don't eat too meat. Let's not stress this man. This is Jeff Bezos, how much does he have? How much, How much billion? How, how much does Jeff Bezos have now? Eh? two hundred, about two hundred. Say, how much? Does he have? two hundred billion dollars. Let's not stress him. Let's just take one slice of bread. It, wouldn't that be stupid? And and Jeff Bezos is nothing, nothing compared to how lavish God is. Are you here, somebody? So don't mind anything for God. Now he said, "What things, you want." I can't hear you. What's his name? Isaiah. What things whoever you want? Isaiah. Did he say what things whoever you can afford? Did he say what things whoever is easy to come by? Did he say whatever is available? What does he say? Isaiah. What things whoever you want? desires. It's open check. Please don't price God. It's open check. Remove your mind from anything. Say what's around? What's available? What's easy to get? What's cheap? What are others getting? Mm-mm. What things whoever you desire? Next guy, come. Stay here. You, your name is prayer. He said, what is your desire? Should you cry? Should you beg? Should you call your uncle? Should you check your phone list who you can beg? Should you start for one 419? Should you start uh, sleeping with uh, men? What things soever you desire, if you want bone straight, you don't have to sleep with somebody to get it. You can believe God for bone straight. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? <laughs> He said, whatever desire? when you want, pray. pray. The solution or the action to take when you desire something is to what? Pray. Not complain, not cry. Many people complain, they cry, they talk, they murmur, they, they, they covet, they don't pray. Pray. And when you pray, you know you pray. Not that you shouted, you pray. Not that you cried, you pray. What's the third thing they say you should do? Believe. He said, when, what is your desire? When you pray, do what? Believe. Believe. Did they say when you pray, pray again next week? Pray again next day? Cry more? Increase your voice? What did they say you should do when you pray? Believe. Not cry, not jump. Believe. But what people want to do, they want to shout at God. If you didn't hear this week, let me shout. You'll hear next week. They didn't say that. They say, believe. The first time you prayed is enough. What you need to do now, believe. What should you believe? <laughs> Did you bring the scripture? What of Isaiah, when you pray, believe that what? What you're supposed to believe is that you've gotten it. Believe that you have received it. That's what it said. So when you pray, believe. Believe that what? Believe I've received it. Believe that God has helped me. I've received it. Believe you've received it. Then the fourth one. And you shall what? Have them. this receive. <laughs> I get what I'm saying. At every point, I've already finished my time. But every point in your prayer work, you are in one of these four places. Some of you have never started, so you're in zero. But when you start, you're in one of the four. You must start with desire. But don't die at desire. They say you do what? pray. Prayer. Don't just pray and keep... I suppose this is where their school has stopped. They pray every day. Every day they are here. Hey! 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 Pray! Pray, yeah. Let's hear your voice. This is where they are. Yeah. Pray! They come again next day. Pray! Next week, pray! They go around. Pray! We are here. We are praying. our warrior. We are praying. They say, look, after some time, graduate to what? Believe. Where well, you know It's done. It's done. It's done. I've moved from desire. I have prayed. I've moved from just praying. I now believe. Some people, they come here, they believe. On Sunday, because they are charged up. Then next week again, they go back here. Pray! This is from both every place. Pray! Then they get tired. It's great. They say, in fact, I just wish I can get this. Thing. They come back here. Then they tell me, call them to pray. I meet again. Pray! This, this is what they are doing. You must move from here to where you believe it's done. So when you move when I believe it's done. Say, so then go and receive it. It is yours. And you receiving it. That's why I say you need to know God for yourself. You receiving it, sometimes that thing won't drop up and break your roof and land on your bed. You might, you, might, you, need, you might need to hear God. You might need for God to order your steps. God might tell you, apply for this job. God might tell you, move to this city. God might tell you, do this thing, do that thing. But you see, if you don't hear God, the thing is already delivered, but... If, if a dispatcher is coming to your house, what's one what thing they do? They call you. They call you. Because if they come at the time you are not around, they might not be able to drop the thing. Many of your dispatch engines have come many times. When they came, you, you went back. Here, yeah. this is your favorite place. You are there every morning. They can't deliver anything to you. Have you been blessed this morning? Thank you. Hallelujah.